On the surface, Americans all value the same things. Life, liberty, equality, the rule of law, the pursuit of happiness. These terms form the basis of our shared moral language. If a nation is to forge a shared identity, it must share a moral vision, an understanding of what they will be as a people. To arrive at that moral vision, a people must speak the same language, not just in the literal sense of speaking English, but they must all mean the same thing when they use specific terms. Without a shared language with which to discuss basic truths, no unity of identity or purpose is possible. The great seal of the United States bears the Latin phrase e pluribus unum, out of many one, but we can't become one if our fundamental ability to discuss moral truths has broken down. A crisis of moral discourse has seized our nation, and until it's resolved, the endless culture war that rages in every corner of public and private life will continue to tear us apart. In his book After Virtue, the philosopher Alasdair MacIntyre describes a theoretical apocalypse. Imagine, if you will, an advanced civilization that experiences a disaster so severe that its wealth of scientific knowledge is wiped out. Laboratories, universities, and scientific texts all vanish, leaving the people without the accumulated knowledge upon which they had previously relied. A group of politicians who blame science for the tragedy that devastated their civilization zealously crush what remains of the scientific community. After a few decades, these politicians are removed from power and society begins to rebuild. All the actual scientists are gone, but those who are old enough to vaguely remember a world where science existed start a new movement. They attempt to resurrect science, but their understanding is seriously lacking. These men were only children when their civilization still possessed a mastery of science. The leaders of the new movement have no formal training or real knowledge of what science entails. They lack the necessary equipment and techs. They don't truly understand the theories involved. The concept of science that this post-apocalyptic society cobbles together is built on fragments, the faded memories of people who never truly understood what science was in the first place. This movement becomes vital to the culture of our imaginary civilization. Adults can be found arguing about scientific theories they don't really understand. Children learn to recite pieces of the periodic table as if they were sacred, but no one understands the context of this knowledge or how to apply it. The citizens refer to this knowledge as science. They treat their understanding of the subject as if it were very important, despite it being tragically disconnected from what science actually does. We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org chosen. This broken and impoverished notion of science is treated as common cultural knowledge. Scientific terms like photon and chlorophyll enter common use, but no one understands their original meaning. 
no one understands that they're using the words incorrectly. Eventually, rival factions develop with entirely different interpretations of scientific knowledge. Society divides along these lines as each faction argues for competing interpretations of this central cultural ideology. The factions don't realize that their civilization will never be able to resolve these competing claims because they lack the critical information involved in the original concept of science. By now you can probably figure out where this is going. Alistair McIntyre is asserting that this is how our current civilization understands morality. We have a hard time perceiving that our own understanding of morality is broken because we are ourselves moral creatures. We all need a concept of morality to function, so even if our own understanding of morality is broken and limited, we're required to treat it as if it's complete because we don't know how to function any other way. Even the radical who thinks the current system is completely broken must act as if our society has the fundamental language necessary to understand morality. McIntyre writes, quote, for the modern radical is as confident in the moral expression of his stances and consequently in the assertive use of the rhetoric of morality as any conservative has ever been. Whatever else he denounces in our culture, he's certain that it still possesses the moral resources which he requires in order to denounce it. Everything else may be in his eyes in disorder, but the language of morality is in order, just as it is. That he too may be betrayed by the very language he uses is not a thought available to him. End quote. It should be clear why a civilization that can no longer collectively define the words man and woman would have a similarly difficult time defining shared concepts like justice or liberty. When progressives destroyed the shared Christian culture of America, they destroyed the foundational axioms of our language that allowed for moral discourse. That foundation is so shattered that Christians in the modern United States often have difficulty communicating these concepts to each other. Where there's no shared moral language, there's no shared moral vision. And where there's no vision, the people perish. Thanks for watching guys. If you enjoyed this video, go ahead and click like. And if you haven't subscribed yet, now is a great time to do so. If you'd like to get these broadcasts as podcasts, make sure that you go ahead and subscribe to the Orr McIntyre show on your favorite podcast platform. And when you do leave a rating or review, it really helps with the algorithm magic. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter or Gab or Substack, if you'd like to watch these videos on Odyssey, you can go ahead and check the links down below. And of course, you can watch all of my episodes and read all of my columns over at The Blaze. Thanks for watching, guys. And as always, I'll talk to you next time.